It is Friday morning, 8 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Stefan Maia with you at itsouls.com is the website. This is the early bird podcast sessions. And Fridays, we have ourselves a sociopolitical discussion, of course, through the spectrum and world worldview of Christianity and seeing what's taking place out there and uh, what's happening in our surroundings. Please be sure to consider to uh, sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's our freedom community over there. You can sign up for free. And if you uh, want to partake in the work of the Added Souls ministry and uh, uh, all that kind of good stuff, you have the opportunity there to support. No amount is too low. No amount is too high. It all goes towards the Maya family, the Added Souls ministry, and the work of the gospel uh, over here on the east coast of Canada. So please consider doing that. And also over here, of course, you can like, share, rumble, comment, all that good stuff. It allows it to move forward. So please consider subscribing. And you can look at the itinerary. And you'll see throughout the week, Monday to Friday, there are uh, various themes and uh, discussions uh, throughout the week. And if you find something there you, you, you would like to tap into, by all means, do so. So it's been a it's been a minute since we did the uh, Friday sociopolitical conversation, the current, the current, current affairs, right? And uh, the reason is quite simple because a lot of sociopolitical things is repetitive in nature. I mean, the tone may change, but it, it's quite the same it, 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 every week. <laughs> So, uh, not to be repetitive every week, sometimes we just, uh, we'll cut a few Fridays, but today it's been a while, so let's go back into it, and I will, of course, repeat the, um, the way I formulated or constructed, uh, the modules, the branches, the departments, and the way it falls into place regarding sociopolitical affairs through the Christian worldview and how we can, together, you and I, make sense of it in such a way that uh, we can understand it and also um, speak of it with perhaps family members, friends, neighbors, co-workers, that kind of stuff, right? So we must remember the structure of how this operates for us and what is currently taking place and what has always been a threat. It's always been there and repetitive throughout history, recorded therein from both sides, obviously, the side in which lies and the side in which tries to tell the truth. And they're in the battle of good and evil that has been taking place on this earth for thousands of years. Uh, so we'd be wise to just keep ourselves reminded on what that looks like and, 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 and how it's happening. Okay, so as we remember the structure, our identity, right, who we are in the Western world uh, was founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power. When we lose that, we lose the plot and we become uh, subjects to the oppression of whoever has made themselves God in the era, in the given era, in the any given era. And that's important information because that's what's kept the West free for so long. How, what is that again? Well, we have an identity. Today, if I go out here in Canada and I start asking folks in the streets, in the community, in the public eye, in the city, what does it mean to be a Canadian? They'll start spewing out slogans and the indoctrination that they've been given in school. They'll just start saying, well, uh, to be Canadian means strength and diversity. Really? 
That's what it means to be a Canadian. Strength and diversity. Yeah. What does it mean to be a Canadian? Well, it means freedom to... Uh, uh, um, uh, freedom to... Uh, well, you know, we just can do... A, uh, you don't know what it is to be a Canadian, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, coexist. We coexist here. Yeah, okay. So our identity was founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power. In other words, God, most specifically, the God of the 66 books of the Holy Bible. Okay. Through the principles in the Holy Book, to which the Western world, Americans and Canadians, for the most part, though in different structured branches of Christian practices knew that it stemmed to the one source, which is the God, the living God of heaven, which communicated through us with his son and wrote words through his spirit, the 66 books of the Holy Bible. I mean, that's not even allowed to say that. It's not even politically correct anymore in this fallen nation, no longer a Christian nation. Well, our identity was founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power, in other words, God, through the principles of the Holy Bible, which give us five points. And that's why I wrote this in a structured manner so that we could take notes. It is noteworthy, and you can remember it, memorize it, and be able to uh, proclaim it. Okay? And the five points of this identity, which comes from a higher power, the great I am, God, through the minds of men who knew that if they followed what they could read in the scriptures, they would create a land of milk and honey, freedom, opportunity. And that all its political policies, if it were to be kept righteous to a higher power, would facilitate one's well-being and security in this land. Why do you think people would want to move to America? or to Canada, away from locations where their documents was not founded on a higher power, most specifically, the God of the Bible. Because the five points in which this brought to our identity, to who we are as Canadians or Americans, was that we were, number one, pro-Christianity. The religion of our people is the Christ, the Messiah, the golden rule therein, Love, compassion, peace, forgiveness, it'll allow people to function in such a way that societal privileges will flourish. Okay, so number one, pro-Christianity. Number two, pro-life, the sanctity of life. Human beings are important. We're created in His image. No, we're not animals. No, we're not some kind of accident that just came out of nowhere for no reason. Nothing didn't one day explode into something and billions of years through primordial soup and evolution came we human beings. That, of course, has been debunked. It's been debunked for centuries, but now again embraced by those who will go into the godless agenda. We'll be speaking about those five points, but the five points in which our identity, which stems sourced therein by a higher power, is pro-Christianity and pro-life, human life from conception to natural death. Is there discussion for various things in between? Well, yeah, but 
the broad brush is that we appreciate and protect human life. Oh, yeah, well, you guys are for capital punishment. Uh, now you're going into an argument that has no footing. It has no foundation. You've created something that you are very ignorant of, and I know that. I used to be there. That's quite the different context. A human being found in the womb of the carrier, the female, is an innocent, vulnerable human life. The individual who is a murderer and has been murdering innocent people, the court is justified in its law being righteous and orderly to set forth the consequence, the judgment of that individual who is a murderer to be extinguished. Why? Because that individual chose to extinguish innocent human life. By doing so, he or she forfeited their right to walk on this earth. So let's not go there. You have no argument. It wouldn't stand in a honorable, credible court of law. So our identity, number one, pro-Christianity, pro-life, from conception to natural death. Well, what if about someone's really, really sick and in super-duper pain and they're old and the doctor? We can have room for discussion. Each case has room for its discussion to see what's taking place there. But let's not deviate from the broad brush, which is our identity. We protect life from conception to natural death. What else? Well, we're pro-family. Pro-family. If our founding documents, legal documents, chartered rights, the independence, the independence there, the, the, the chartered rights, the acts of, uh, of, our right, of our rights, the amendments, everything in there, it comes from a higher power. We're, we're, we're going to be pro-family. And pro-family is not only pro-God, it's, it's good business. It's good business. It helps the community flourish and grow and find strength together, un unity. We're pro-family. What does that look like? Male, female, husband, wife, children. We are pro-self-defense. Because naturally, we protect human life from conception to natural death. We are pro-self-defense, security, law, right? We have ourselves with the God-given authority to protect what is innocent, what is good, or more accurately, what is decent. And the fifth point to this identity that we should have, and all Americans and Canadians should know this, Basically saying, who are you? What is our identity? Well, we are independent and we are free people. How so? Because of our identity. We are pro-Christianity. We are pro-life. We are pro-family. We are pro-self-defense. And we are pro-country. Oh, you guys are just a bunch of nationalists. You guys are just a bunch of racist bigots. No, no, no. Well, well, that's the godless agenda. That's, that's, the, that's the slanderous ilk of our society. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We are pro-country. What does that mean? Well, it's not that you love the soil you're walking in more than God or Jesus, our Lord and Master, His Son, through the spirit in which the words were written, the holy book, the Bible. No, 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 no. We, by being pro-country, mean we are pro-boundaries, law, 
order, justice. Okay? There are borders and boundaries to our country in which we are set here in the identity that came from a higher power, more, most specifically the God of the Holy Bible, the 66 books of the Holy Bible. And you'll notice that the other side of the aisle, and I'm not speaking about uh, uh, any kind of political party today almost, because they've all gone pretty much corrupt, though some of them certainly do hold to policies that stem from these five points, and to that we should vote for as Christians. We don't vote for the human being who might have deviated and contaminated himself in a great many sinful activities. We don't, what, what, am, I, what am I saying? Don't vote for the man, vote for the plan. Men can corrupt themselves, but the plan and the policies can be righteous, can be, can be right for a society to function together. Okay? So don't vote for the man. The man can be corrupt. The man can be <clears throat> all sorts of deviant. Uh, deviant, uh, uh, involved in all kinds of deviant activities or sinful practices. He can be an adulterer, a fornicator. He can be this, that, and the other. You name it, whatever. Christians don't look at that when it comes to the governing presence that we vote in to lead our country. No, we must look at the plan, not the man, the plan. Okay, so the plan might be a loudmouth, egotistical maniac. But what's the plan? The plan is pro-Christianity, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. All right, as a Christian, God has authorized me to participate in the freedom that was given through Christ to vote for that plan. So the other side of the aisle is completely different. They are the opposite of everything we've just spoken of. They are, number one, anti-Christ. You see how we went from pro to anti? Pro-Christianity, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, pro-country. Now we're looking at this at the complete other side, the, the, the other worldview, which is anti-Christ. Can't stand Christianity. Can't stand it. They can't stand Christianity. They hate it. Why? Because they know it leads back to the five points of being pro. So what must they say? Well, Christianity is just another religion. Matter of fact, it's not even the best one out there. Let's invoke Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam. Let's invoke all sorts of foreign, eastern, or uh, northern uh, 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 rituals and shrines and, and, and all sorts of uh, traditions and uh, superstitions, and all those are fine, and all those are much better than Christianity anyway, so let's just coexist and completely... Inf infiltrate and dissolve, divide uh, the Christian nation so that it will no longer be a, a identifiable, identified by being a pro-Christian nation. That is the godless agenda that we see among the goats, among the left, and their policies. Antichrist. Antichrist. I know, I used to walk on this side of the aisle, on the anti-side of life. Everything is designed to be antichrist, and they do that by infiltrating, of course, the church and poisoning the minds of those who are vulnerable, those who are weak, those who are low-hanging fruit, who are not well-versed and have been manipulated, corrupted, to think that being on the left in their policies is so virtuous and so right. No, it really isn't. You're part of the problem and the chaos they create. Antichrist is what you will find under the godless agenda. 
They are anti-life. You know that. Take a look at their policies. Now, these are at the top, the top tier uh, 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 talking points from the left. This is not something buried deep down uh, under the table, you know, the, the 569th policy to be brought to the bill, bill brought to the table here. No, 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 no. This is numero uno. These are the top five things these parties are running on. Antichrist, anti-life. The right to murder human life from conception to natural death. Got to dispose of human life. Why? Okay, again, remember how we began our identity, how it came from these legal documents our founding fathers wrote? Why? Because it came from a higher power. God. Which God? The God of the Holy Bible. The 66 books of the Holy Bible. The godless agenda and their five points don't stem from that origin, that foundation. Why am I speaking these things? Because I want you to think of the source, the root cause of all of these things. I'll give you, again, this uh, illustration that I've utilized throughout the years. I've created this to make sense of what's happening. Okay, the Tylenol, the ibuprofen, right? For those of you who have been listening to me for a while, you're like, oh, okay, he's doing this again. Yeah, I am, because there might be someone new listening. The ibuprofen, it will help ease the pain of a migraine. But guess what's going to happen again down the line? You're going to have another migraine. So the ibuprofen is not curing the migraine. It's simply removing the pain so you can sleep at night or you can function throughout your day. Most pharmaceutical sorceries... <laughs> and I'm not against pharmaceutical advancement and the medical uh, community uh, and all the leaps we've made to help with all kinds of ailments and stuff. I'm not against that at all. But we all know there's an element of great greed and corruption in the pharmaceutical companies. So, okay, anyways, with that, with, with that said, the ibuprofen is not a cure to the root cause of your migraine. So where do we need to go? Well, we need to start looking at what is causing the migraine. Is it your sight, your eyes? Is it your diet, what you are eating? Lack of exercise, perhaps. Stress? Is there a lot of stress in your life? Okay, so you can see how that takes place. Okay, so what's taking place with a godless agenda within the sociopolitical landscape on the left and all their policies? They're not rooted in God, in Christ, in the 66 books of a rightly handled scripture. They're not Grounded there. Where are they grounded? Where are they pulling? What authority are they coming from? There is no God. There is no right or wrong. There is no heaven. There is no hell. There is no consequence. There is no purpose. There is no right. There is no freedom. There is nothing. We are animals. Nothing exploded into something. And from primordial soup, somehow we've evolved to all this intricate, elaborate creation and intelligence. I don't know, right? Oh, who cares? Don't ask those questions. We're just animals. And so because of that, you no longer have any moral footing. You no longer can say what is right or what is wrong because ultimately we're... Okay, who says it's wrong? You're going to keep going down that path and it leads nowhere. It's circular in, 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 its, uh, in its arguments, which again, it, I use the word argument. They have no argument. Why are they anti-Christ? Why are they anti-life? Because of how they were founded. They were founded on godlessness. You can call me every name in the book. You can 
write me off as a fool, as some kind of a, uh, an extremist, this, that, and the other. What I, am say, what I am saying has been true and remains true and will forever be true. What, because I say it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because I studied and looked at this and I've made sense of what was going on. I wanted to understand it. So I just pretty much took what the history itself revealed. Both inspired history, which you read in the Bible, and secular history. Antichrist, anti-life. Why? Because they, they've got no God in their, heart, in their life. They, 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 they think themselves to be animals. And when you think yourself to be animals, it's survival of the fittest. So whoever's at top is the power. Which is why people think government, corrupt government, is who allows us freedom or not. No, 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 no. Okay, so anti-life. They want to extinguish life from beginning to end, from conception to natural death. They have to get rid of that. And look at what they've been doing. You know they're doing it. It's legal. They're anti-family. Well, naturally. Of course. There is strength in the household of a male, female, husband, wife, and children. There's strength there. They don't want that. Why? Because it might create dissent against them. It might create opposition. It might create defense for what is right. Oh, I can't have that. We must dismantle. We must divide. We must discourage. And to do so, we have to be anti-family if we are of the godless regime, the tyrants and the oppressors. We must remove family. And they are certainly doing that, haven't, aren't they? Anti-family. Male, female, husband, wife, children. From the very beginning, that's, that was the plan. God created them, male and female. Two became one. That's how it's always been and should be. Why? Because it works. And it's pleasing to the great I am in whom has blessed us with life. It's a fallen world. There will always be the godless agenda. But does that mean we need to give it cap blanche and allow it to destroy everything and promote it, encourage it, allow it to flourish? Must we facilitate paths for this godless agenda to, to, to thrive and, and, and create all kinds of war and chaos? Well, no. No. So they are anti-family. What else? Well, naturally, they're going to be anti-self-defense. They don't want you protecting yourself. No, no, they're going to make that to be against the law. They don't want you to have any kind of equalizer that would protect you from a tyrannical power, principle. Principles and entities. They don't want that. They don't want that. You know that. That's why their policies are designed to take you away from self-defense. It's easier to conquer a people, enslave them, if they don't have any way to protect themselves. And they are anti-country. They can't stand it. They hate the soil they walk on. Can't stand it. They What, what does that mean? Well, <laughs> they don't... They can't stand it. They hate. They are bitter and vindictive and envious and con filled with contentment and, and, and all kinds of, 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 of uh, uh, character flaws and behavioral delinquencies. They hate the country. Why? Because it represented law and order, justice. There's comfort and peace 
when there is law and order. You can't have God's grace without his law. Despite what all these new fancy tight gene fitting TV evangelist types or nothing but a bunch of wolves, you can't have God's grace, embrace it, know the warmth, mercy, and love that it brings without law. The law of Christ. I'm not making that up. You can read that in the Bible, in the pages of the New Testament. We are no longer subject to the old covenant. We have transitioned into the new covenant. However, it's the same God. Friends, a land that has no law has no peace. You will not find peace. You will not find opportunity. You will not find anything of any value and worth in a society that is lawless. And these godless agendas are lawless. They are lawless. So, we've spoken of the five branches found within the identity we've been given that comes from a higher power. Pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, pro-country. We've spoken about what that looks like. We've spoken now of the godless agenda, which is in opposition. This is a fight between good and evil, guys. I mean, wake up to it. Antichrist, anti-life, anti-family, anti-self-defense, anti-country. And where do we find these five sinister agendas, these, these plots to destroy? Well, we find them in the five branches of power, which when they operated under the five categories of uh, 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 Christian identity were good for society and allowed us in the Western world to find and have freedom. But now, since so, have been corrupted by the godless agenda, and that's why we find ourselves oppressed in a fallen nation at war. What are the five branches of power? <clears throat> Sadly, now fully corrupted, because again, these powers are not inherently sinful or corrupted. What does inherently mean? It means it's always been corrupt. It, it hasn't. It actually comes from a righteous source. Some of them. What? Government. Number one. Five branches of power. Number one, government. Government was established by God, and when it is founded by a divine power such as the living God of the Holy Bible, and its recipients are humble and understand government and its purpose, the citizens are happy. The citizens find joy and opportunity and unity and protection from foreign threat. What kind of foreign threat? The godless agenda that has since infiltrated. Why? Because we let go our five points of identity, which were pro. Now we're anti. And because we are anti, our five branches of power are corrupted. Number one, government. Number two, corporation. Number three, academia. Number four, entertainment. In other words, movies, music, and sports. Number five, media. In other words, cable and social, news and social media. Corrupt. There needs to be such a great chasm, a great separation 
so that once again what is evil can be extinguished how are we going to do that well legally through the five points of the pro agenda which stem from a higher power sometimes violence is necessary when those of the godless agenda attack us physically but if we can avoid at all cost bringing it to a physical violent moment then let's do so by speaking kind words by speaking words of peace by speaking words in which we can sit down who perhaps we disagree but we can speak and understand where we can agree and work on what where we agree so that we can move towards again the five pro points that should govern our society so we have government corporation academia entertainment and media five branches of power that sadly are now fully corrupted from high up there okay from within the highest powers and all of them now of course are purchased propaganda reels under the influence of the world economic forum and world health organization which is foreign threat and interference make no mistake we are at war it's just not the kind of war we are used to seeing at this stage of our history but it will always lead to the same conclusion the war we've been seeing the atrocities the bar barbarism the violence it will manifest itself in our streets godless globalists who believe human beings are the problem needing to be extinguished why because they come from a godless source there is no god there is no right or wrong remember that we are nothing but animals through their minds everything is permissible they think themselves virtuous in their enterprise their ingenuity is not for the greater good of mankind through the source being the christ our lord and master not at all it's quite the contrary we must save the trees right so let's kill the human beings what have we been seeing well all of this here this godless globalist power that is currently at the helm they are of the isms influence that's why they've got all kinds of tentacles these cancerous cells that are infecting and contaminating everything and and, and we've given them political names we've given them political descriptions to what they are and what they are doing and how they are operating with all the various tentacles they have around the globe and what is that is the isms effect elaborate i will the isms you know them the influence of godlessness which is atheism more specifically so hating a god they claim does not exist i know i used to be there i used to be there strange isn't it hating a god that does not exist strange isn't it so atheism the isms atheism leads one to liberalism liberalism to progressivism progressivism to fascism fascism to marxism marxism to communism 
They are in tyranny, oppression, both physically and spiritually. We need to understand that because we want to, again, go to the root cause of what's happening. If we keep taking ibuprofen for the pain, eventually we're going to find ourselves in a migraine that won't take the painkiller. Okay? <laughs> it'll be a it'll be an end of the line. We we need to go to the root. We need to go to where it all comes from. And again, godlessness is where it comes from. You teach a people the truth. You teach a people who Jesus Christ really is, who he was. You teach a people about the love therein of our Lord and Master. You're going to change a people. You can change a nation. I mean, look at how, though not perfect and far from it, look at how we've been allowed to find freedom in this land for so long, for centuries. How did that be? How could we have had that? What? It's never been recorded in history before to have such a land of opportunity and, and freedom. And how did how did we have that for so long? We knew Jesus Christ. We knew him. We knew him. We were pro-Christianity. We were pro-life. We were pro-family. We were pro-self-defense. We were pro-country. Now we are anti-Christ, anti-life, anti-family, anti-self-defense, and anti-country. These things are now in government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. And they come through uh, uh, these very corrupt entities, the WEF, the WHO, and various other globalist principles that are um, hostile towards Christ and the isms they operate with. Liberalism, progressivism, fascism, Marxism, communism, this tyranny, this oppression, both physically and spiritually, upon the people. This is the state of the Western world, friends. It's on the verge of total collapse. I don't speak that in order to have a spiral downward in all kinds of doom and gloom. I'm simply speaking in a very sober, self-controlled, balanced, seasoned way. Christians don't need to dig a hole in the ground and put our heads in there and just say, la, 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 nothing's happening. It's, friends, we're on the verge of total collapse. It is what it is. We've chosen to believe a lie that there is no creator, that there is no Christ, and that the words of the Spirit are not in the Scriptures. We, we, we've rejected the source in which kept us free. Look at the documents our founding fathers wrote. It's not racist, it's not bigot, it's not phobic this or phobic that. Those are mere mudslinging, slanderous uh, uh, um, activities found from the godless agenda and policy. They call evil good and good evil. They are liars, so they're going to call the truth-sayers liars. They are thieves, so they're going to call those who do not thieve out to be thieves. They project. They are going to do everything they can to deceive the people. This state of the Western world is fallen. The country I live in, I do not. I, there are fragments 
of who we used to be. But in its very public figure, it is fallen. So what, what about us Christians? Well, we have our hope in Christ. Our wealth is heavenly. We will persevere through challenges until we depart from this fallen world. It just is what it is. And so we keep our focus on heavenly wealth. And we do our best to speak the truth and influence those around us in a far off far off with the good news of Jesus Christ. We get educated on current events, not to spiral downward downward uh, with the world, but rather to make educated decisions regarding those who are placed into leadership. What does that look like practically, in a practical way? Well, let's have ourselves righteous, decent, loving churches, Let's have male, female, husband, wives, and children again who love each other, who go to church, who go to church, a church where the truth is being proclaimed, the doctrine of our Lord and Master, not our, not all these lies, but the truth. Let's tell people about that. Let's build community for Christ. Let's change the policies towards the identity they were founded on, which comes from a higher power. Let's be kind to each other as neighbors. Let's practice benevolence among our family, among our loved ones, among all who have need. Let's get rid of all the corruption. There can be a renewal, an awakening on this earth in our physical bodies. You know, we've been put on this earth for a purpose. We have worth. God loves us, so much so he sent his son that whoever should believe in him would not need to perish eternally, but have eternal life. We can have eternal life. We are of such an importance to God. Though we are salt in an ocean of sand, he can count all the hairs on our head. He loves us. He cares for us. He has a personal connection with all of us. We are created in His image. He breathed life into us. He loves us. He is a just God. He is a righteous God. And when we rightly handle His communicative source, the holy book, we will know Him and we will function better as a society. We have to be good stewards of the time we've been given on this earth. Not because this earth is the end all says all and it shouldn't be our uh, main focus, but yet still we must be good stewards of our existence on this earth. We must utilize every moment for the greater good of his kingdom because his kingdom was not built by the hands of men. His kingdom is a spiritual house So let's try to create a peaceful environment as much as we can, as much as it is upon us to do so, while we walk on this earth, so that we can freely proclaim the gospel of our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ. What we are seeing through the godless agenda and the isms and everything we've been discussing here in this session, for instance, the uproar currently is the 
the uh, forgiving of student loans, right? The forgiving of student debts. They call it forgiving. How deceptive of them. It's not forgiving at all. It's quite oppressive. Friends, of the isms, there was one I, I left out there. Forgot to tell you. Liberalism, progressivism, socialism, fascism, Marxism, communism. These isms are not based, sourced from Christian principle. Forgiving student debt, that don't come from Jesus. And those who are trying to tell you it does, they don't know Jesus. They don't know, they do not know the Jesus of the Bible. See, what's, ha what's happened is folks have created Christianity in their own image. They've created the Christ in their own fleshly desires. And the God they've created and masquerade as Christianity, quote-unquote, is not the one we read from inspired, from the inspired book, the Holy Bible. Okay? Nuclear war? Oh, it's coming. The West is instigating it. Why? Because our government is corrupt. They want war. They want war, so they are instigating and they are creating a world war. It's for their own sinister agenda. What about this new pandemic? There's always going to be a new pandemic. That has been a tool for the godless agenda to control the people. More lockdowns, more oppression. Are you aware that we can't even leave our state? We can't travel. We can't even be employed. I can't go out there and get a secular job. Why? We don't have the proper documents. We don't have the right papers. We don't have the mark. And because we don't have the mark, we've been removed from societal privileges. Why? Well, because there's a new pandemic. Friends, there's always been disease and viruses, and we should certainly utilize the blessings of medicine to do our best to extinguish threats, but this is not what that is. This here is very, very sinister what's going on. What about climate change fear? The weather has now become our enemy? Really? Are you thinking right? Have you unplugged from the TV? Like, are you thinking right? This is not the words of some kind of bumbling fool or some kind of foil hat conspir conspiracy. This is a very sound, reasonable, intelligent conversation. Have you looked into these things? Have you studied these things? Climate change? Really? The weather is our enemy, so we must tax the people to death? We must extinguish human beings so that the, the trees can survive? See, that's you only reason that way when you are part of the godless agenda. God created this globe, this beauty, this existence, the trees, the oceans, the mountains, the stars, the galaxies, all of it. Not with greater importance than human beings. Even the animals do not hold greater importance than human beings. But you won't know that if you've been deceived by the godless agenda. Climate change fear? More taxes? That's a lie. It's a lie. The fear they've driven in the people regarding... Uh, the pandemic and the lo lo lockdowns, it's a lie. The, the, 
the fear they're giving us with with how uh, uh, we need to go to war with certain uh, powers in certain countries, it's a lie. We're not protecting anyone. We're not forgiving any debt. We're not doing any of those things. It masquerades itself as an angel of light. It isn't. It's the devil. Gun control? Taking away more guns? They make it sound so virtuous. Oh, we're going to save the community. We're going to take away all the guns. Hey, listen, in my past life, in my past life, I was head of crime we organized. I had a crew, and we were uh, uh, the power in our community. Organized. Criminal activity. We were part of a very powerful entity in this country, in this state, this province. Hardcore narcotics. All sorts of explicit, illicit, illegal activities. We held great power, and we corrupted a great many things. We didn't care what kind of gun laws the government imposed on us. We didn't care about that. Legal citizens couldn't get their guns. Who cares? We got ours. Because we're lawless. The lawless don't care about gun laws, man. The only people that are being hurt by these gun control, gun grabbing laws are the innocent who should have them to protect themselves from the criminals. Now, I am long gone from that lifestyle. That was a long time ago. And I'll never go back to that life. But let me tell you something. We purchased politicians, we purchased the police officers, we purchased judges, we purchased it all to the highest power. They'd sound very virtuous on the microphone saying, let's get rid of all the guns, we're going to take the guns away from the people. While in the back room behind the curtains we were giving them money and we were getting all the guns. Criminals. Wake up, man. Wake up. Gun control? No, no, no. That's part of the godless agenda to remove us from our own self-defense. They are anti-self-defense. What about all of these organizations such as BLM, Black Lives Matter? What about the LGBTQ agenda? What about these organizations? What about Antifa? They portray themselves as virtuous and loving and kind and for the greater good of humanity and justice and equality and diversity. I know I used to be there. I used to promote all those things. I I would co-sign for all of it in my past life. Why? Because we were criminals. More chaos, more power we can control. It's a masquerade. It's a facade. It's not true. It's like trying to tell us that the KKK are just a bunch of good old boys. The KKK, man, they just love people. They just want to protect white people from all the bad people. They're good, man. Them good old boys. Did the good old boys. Man, the KKK and these extremists are racist powers. You want to try to make me believe that Black Lives Matter is all about black people and they love black people and they just want rights for black people. They're lying to black people. 
We're human beings. It don't matter which skin color you have. It doesn't matter which skin pigmentation or which shade of soul you have. Man, we're human beings. We need to get away from all these divisive powers. They stem from the anti-godless, the anti-agenda, the godless agenda. You understand what I'm saying to you? Pay attention, man. I'm not spewing hate. What about what's taking place with the LGBTQ community and their agenda? What have they been doing? Look at look at look closely what they've been doing. They've been saying love is love. This is all about love. It ain't love, man. It ain't love. Look at what they've been doing to our children. Through the five branches of power: government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. What have they been doing? Perverting our children, destroying our children. Man, oh man, oh man. They they got our kids believing that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. Boys can become pregnant. Come on, man. They can't even answer the question, what is a woman? Yet they stand for women's rights? Feminist? Feminism? Look at what's taking place with the LGBTQ community. Look at what they promote, what they do, what they're part of. They don't hide. They don't need to anymore. They have public power. They have public control. They've taken over. And we let them take it over. Because we got dull in the word of God. What about all this inflation? <laughs> Man. It won't be long. We'll be in line. 100 bucks for a loaf of bread. You got your ticket? The way it's going, man. How did we get there? Some Christians are so scripturally ignorant and illiterate. Oh, it's just the way it is. It just happens. We just need... Be quiet, man. You sound like a fool. Be quiet, man. Listen. It happened because we stopped thanking God for the beautiful meal he allowed us to have at the dinner table. That's how it happened. We make ourselves sound so virtuous on Facebook. Christians have no business in, in politics. Be quiet, man. You're an enabler. You're enabling more delinquency. Christians should be involved with everything in life pertaining to life and godliness. If you can have influence by voting policies that are pro-Christ, life, family, self-defense, and country, you should do so. They're all corrupt. They're all crooked. They're all heathens. Well, that might be true. But don't vote for the man. Vote for the plan. Is there a plan in there that is friendly to our identity, which was founded by our forefathers in documents sourced by the Holy Bible? Inflation? It's just a, part, it's, it's a, it's a product of a godless agenda. Depletion? Our economy? Friends, it's... I don't know what to say, man. Come on. Reason with me. We sit down to a warm meal. You know, you got your mashed potatoes. You got the gravy. You got that beautiful tenderloin. Got your veggies. It's a beautiful meal. 
We thank God for the meal. We stand up, take the meal, and throw it in the garbage. Just say, well, it just is what it is. It's, there's nothing virtuous in invoking another Roman oppression among the people to prove that we're Christians. It's so foolish. This pacifistic contamination within my brethren who are scripturally illiterate, it's just deafening. This pride, this arrogance that has climbed into the window within our assemblies, it's made a mess. It's made a mess. We need to humble ourselves. We need to confess Christ as our Lord and Savior. We need to read His words in the Bible. He'll teach us. We need to get rid of all the evil and the filth that's in the world, man. How are we going to do that with the love of Jesus Christ, knowing our Lord and Master? So there it is, my sociopolitical spiel for the session on this Friday a.m. We're closing off. I do appreciate your kind attention. Hopefully something has been said that is of value for you in your life, maybe challenging, maybe having you think about something. Subscribe, follow, like, share, all that kind of good stuff. Consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com. From therein, you can support me monthly to keep doing this kind of work. Let's remember our identity, who we are as Christians in Christ. Okay? You don't need to identify yourself as a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent. Over here in Canada, we don't need to be NDP. We don't need to be conservative or liberal. We don't need to be green. We don't need to be purple or any other color. We are Christians. We are free in Christ. But let me tell you something. I'm going to vote for the policies that are according to the identity our freedom in Christ allows, authorizes encourages. And if that happens to be with the Republicans, then I'll vote for Republican policies because ultimately Republican policies are closer to Christian policies. The scriptures is replete with government politics and policies. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, both those who believed and those who didn't, everything in the scriptures is filled with government, is filled with politics and policies. Only a illiterate believer would spew, thinking himself so enlightened and virtuous that Christians have nothing to do with politics and government and policy. What a lie. You're lying to yourself, man. Wake up. I know. I, I get it. It's an illusion. It's a deception. Snap out of it. Now, is the scriptures a political book? No. Is it a history book? No. It is, a sci is it a science book? No. What is it? It's a book about love, redemption, forgiveness, Jesus Christ. But within that truth, we find Christian behavior, believer's behavior. We find instruction. We find all sorts of wonderful things. And we should participate in what is good, and what is decent, what is right. That okay? Stefan Maier with you. Early Bird Podcast Sessions. AddedSouls.com, the website. Check out the itinerary, Lord willing, next week we get back to it, huh? from Monday to Friday. I'll be out of town, actually, in the coming weeks. Not next week, but I think the following week. I'll be out of town for a bit, so there might not be any sessions for a few days there, but, uh, you know, 
I'm sure you all understand that. Is that okay? Stay focused and stay positive. Till next time, Lord willing. God bless.